about our father's business. Crime mode, filled with this Holy Spirit. That's a cheat code. Holiness the standard. We never fold. We about to make a scene. About our father's business. I'm bumping Jesus music in my old school. He made me a son. Shout out to my old dude. High beams on. Every time I roll through, and I'm just repping Christ, boy, like I'm supposed to. I'm killing it. 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 Hop up in my whip. I'm gone now. Music up. I'm zoned out. I'm zoned out. Car fast, but I drive slow. Turned up. I'm too cool. I'm fine so. Satin black on my '86. They ain't seen it this fly, boy, since 86. Put the pedal to the metal in my old hood. Police looking at me like I'm up to no good. They say, how you say, when that boy the soul hood. Why my soul good when Christ out on that old wood? He gave me new life and now I kick it like I show shit. And you show good. Do the same thing. Sin stain clean. So I ride green, shining like a high beam. Too cool for the summer, and Christ the forerunner. I'm bumping Jesus music in my old school. He made me a son. Shout out to my old dude. High beams on every time I roll through, and I'm just repping Christ, boy, like I'm supposed to. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good? My brother, Steve T. This is the Steve T Show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brother, before we even get started, my homie Nigel say that's a banger. That is facts. Because he's always in the background. We all (laughs) doing the fist and all that. Showing the tax that we ain't get, we do right, it right, all. right. I just got a bunch of war wounds on this. Right, I got wounds and and, and scratches (laughs) from working working a job. Yeah. Episode uh, uh seven, yeah, Siete. yeah, yeah. What he said, yeah. You know, once we get past <laughs> ten, that's gonna be the end of all the Spanish, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. I was done that trade, bro. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Man, I'm good, man. Blessed, brother. I know that sounds cliche, but yeah, man, I'm blessed over here, bro. Feeling right, real so good. Shout out to all our viewers, everybody on the watch party. You see, I yeah, yeah, on. yeah. Got uh Sammy Blevins, uh Ricky Thomas, Dale Shaw, Rio. What up, Rio? Uh Rio Scooter in the building. It was all kind of watches, man. We appreciate y'all c- tuning in again. Episode. I, I see you, Jeremy. I see you, Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy Town. Jeremy Town. Man, we gotta hoop again, brother, man. Cause we Jeremy, you married now, man. We all old feeling now. <laughs> <laughs> Rio used to hoop scooter. We always hooping, man. What happened to all this? Yeah, yeah. That that stuff went all down the drain, brother. All right, man. Let us let us quit with all this pontificating. We gotta get into our show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> reminiscing all these old times, man. It's good to have our brother Steve, man. We can't wait till he get on, man. Yeah, no I doubt, no doubt. In a long time, man. I'm very, very, very happy to get this brother on. Definitely one of the realest, man. For real, for real. So let's get hello, Letitia Mack. Hello, uh, Latoya Morris Wilson. Hello, my wifey. Hello to everybody. I don't know what my wife said, Kawhi Leonard. I don't know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> we want his money. Bring it over here, brother. Anyway, <laughs> she'll tell she'll, she'll explain that joke later. Hey, on, the right. watch party, on my watch party, man, I'm just yeah. going to say what up to everybody. Um, mama. The I, the I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mama. <laughs> my, my mom, my mama on the on the line, so I got to shout out and then everybody else who on this joint, man. Uh, shout out to all y'all. I see you, shakes. Yeah, I see you. I see you. Yeah. So everybody on the watch party, man. We didn't plan this, man, but communicate with us, man. Talk to us. Let let us know. Put your questions in there. We may pick one, and uh, down the line you may get a prize for it. Maybe not today, but soon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, talk to us in the in the chats, man. But uh, so. We get to this first talk topic before we bring Steve on. So there yeah. was this video where Lecrae sat down with uh, the owner of Chick Fil A, also a, a pastor named Louis Gigolo Giglio. I, I don't know how to say it right, but basically he's the guy that's over this big passion conference in Atlanta. Right. And Lecrae. So it was a bit controversial. I saw on Twitter, man. And before I even go into it, I'm, I want your opinion. But before I even say this, man, I'm gonna say this about this, man. I despise cancel culture bro like i hate it with the fire of seven hells because we love to cancel stuff right now like yeah yeah and one thing i don't like man with so much injustice going on and black people trying to fight for rights man why are you gonna cancel another brother right now like come on dog like yeah yeah and the whole situation was the pastor he was talking i watched the whole thing a whole hour and there was one slip up the whole hour, the pastor said something and he was talking about white privilege and he used it in an interchangeable way with white blessing. And that's what popped everybody off. And I don't want you to judge your whole opinion about the video. Go watch the video and then give your own opinion. Yeah. But yeah, from me, when I watched it, it was a bad choice of words, but he was using it interchangeably. He wasn't saying like, yo, I'm blessed because I'm white. He wasn't saying it like that. And I, I think people were taking it that way. And Basically, nobody jumped on the dude that said the statement. They jumped on Lecrae. Yeah, they and did. And look, man, I'll be the first to say Lecrae and say a whole lot of dumb, stupid stuff. And I don't hate him for it, but he's in a position no Christian rapper has ever been in. None. The closest one, I would say, would be like Grits back in the day. They was in right. a similar position, but back then there was no social media. So, right, right. you know, they was able – but they – and like and also Petty D last week, he was saying how he moved along with some of the uh secular artists. He knew them and everything. Right. But right. once again, Petty D started in the era when it wasn't social media, and now he exists in the era of social media. But right now, Lecrae is the the voice of CHH. Whether he wants to be, he can say a million times, I'm not a CHH rapper. We look at him and they say, huh, that's CHH. So Facts. the big turmoil was like everybody was like, yo, you should have checked him for saying white blessing. And Lecrae didn't really check him. You know, he just kind of went back into his diatribe about what he was talking about. Me, as an outside looker, and watched the whole video, my opinion of this is he wasn't, he was using it interchangeable with privilege. He should have never said it, but he, was, he wasn't he was using it like, yo, I'm special. 
but you know right. everybody know white privilege means really you special you know you <laughs> you you outside of some of the scrutiny that black people deal with i'm not saying there's a hateful thing just reality of our world today so what i got what i grasp from that is like man let's have grace for our brothers man let's have yes. grace for Look, Lecrae had done a lot of dumb things, and he said a lot of crazy things, but he's, like I said earlier, he's in a position that everybody else is not in. And you're in front of, and, oh, another point I wanted to make about this. If you work a job, you don't get to be OG from the hood when somebody says something slick wrong. Because you know what happens after you become OG from the hood? You go back to the hood. That's right. So (laughs) so Your your bread gone. Right, so if he's around people that's in his field of Christian, christianity and these people that's you know so-called big you don't you i wouldn't have blasted homeboy unless he would have said n-word then it would have been like oh bet. look bro hold up I'm, I'm out you know what i'm saying right, but right. what he said wasn't equal to the n-word to me you know what i mean it was a wrong thing to say but i don't think it was malicious and if you watch the brother's uh apology you hear his heart so you know, that's what I had about that, man. Let's just show some grace for people, man. This is bad time. And the last thing we need to be need to be doing right now, my opinion, is canceling other black people. We need to stick together. We need to be working on these injustices while we got the ear of the world. And let's band together right. and try to do some stuff, man. But uh, what's your opinion on that, bro? Look, man, I the position I hold at work, I got quite a few people who, who got an answer to me. I also yeah. got a, quite a few people who, who get slick by the tongue. Would yeah. I like to open hand smack them? Of course. Five you know how to, five uh, to say to the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah just you by, yeah, yeah, disrespect. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's what the flesh want to do. But the bottom line, when it's all said and done, man, people who are not in a position always have an opinion about something. Well, if it was me, I would have did this. If it was me, I would have did that. And the bottom line, you can't um, you can't always act off of off your flesh, man. That's how. That's why so many of our, so many people are in prison, dead. Dead and gone because they reacted and they didn't think about the reaction. So, yeah, I've been talked to slick a couple of times from people on the job and I got to bite my tongue to keep it going. Now, some of the folks I know be like, hey, you let them punk you. I'm like, hey, say what you want to say. I'm still eating because when it's all people say people say that a lot, man, but they're not in that position. No. And it's easy. Only thing I'm saying, it's easy to criticize. Like you said, Lecrae is in a position that nobody has ever been in. I don't know what I would do. We say what we wouldn't do, but if you put right. in that position, do you truly know how you're going to respond to certain things, man? I mean, that's just flat out. Exactly. Letitia Mack, yes, indeed, people will truly try to test your gangster when you're in a certain position. This oh, is yeah. Oh, yeah. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> as, as, as people of color, man, uh, we've learned and we should learn there's a thin line with keeping it real. And just being ratchet, right? Yeah. And everybody got ratchet moments, you know. And anybody say they don't, they lying through their teeth. And we gotta always keep that that uh Mr. Mars back from Mr. Mars. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. You gotta you gotta be and we gotta always show restraint. And it sucks, but everybody in a position of authority gotta show restraint and you gotta know you how to, to chill out. But you know, my the bigger thing I wanted to get to with with you know, seeing that thing is like, man, let's not bury this brother every time something happens. You know what I mean? Like, Lord Jesus, cancel, 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 man. You know, folks will say some goofy, extra erroneous stuff. I ain't going to never listen to him again because he didn't stand up to this guy. 
when he said something that didn't make sense to me. Come on, bro. Come on. I just yeah. don't think it's always necessary, man. Yeah, I ain't letting that come out my mouth. I mean, y'all can say what you want to say. My man do make some good music. So, hey. I mean, it is you, what we, it is, man. <laughs> hey. Next. And he's still a brother in the faith. So what I look like turning my back on him because we can see what he do wrong. But, you know, all of us who don't have that platform, we doing stuff every day and people don't know about it. So we get a chance to make, you know, our opinions known, you know, without a lot of people seeing it. So, and I, you know, and look, I think biblically it's, it's good to be able to call people to the carpet in a sense of correcting something that's wrong. But there's a way to do it biblically, number one. And then, you know, number two, man, I think sometimes we got to check our heart when it comes to that brother, man, because one thing that make you let you know if you got any pride is seeing somebody else be successful. Yeah, for it, sure. will, it will reveal that thing real quick in you, especially if you're another artist, man, because it's hard just to it's hard to cheer other people on. You know, let's let's keep it real. It's not always easy to do that, but we have to, you know. So, yeah, I yeah. think it's very important, man, that. The brother Lecrae, let's pray for him. If he do something stupid, pray for him. You know what I'm saying? If you got a relationship with him, you know, I'm sure some people on here watching that may have a relationship with him, they reach out to him like, hey, bro, that may not have been a good move, man. But I don't think it's always a good look for us just to pull out the bazooka and be like, man, this dude is canceled. Blue, let's get him up out of here. Come yeah, on, man. yeah. Like, we can't. It's it's crazy how much it's it's crazy how much grace we got for, for those and other genres and other, yeah. you know, other people. But then as soon as somebody in the body do something we don't like, we want to crucify them and, um, you know, yeah. and get and get rid of them, man. And I, it's just crazy to me. It's like, I always say, man, a house, the body can't stand. Whether it's tongues or the, whether it's tongues or the tulip, man, we under the same covering. So, yes, man, we, we definitely got to, we got to get out of that. You know, we can go down yeah. the street to the gas station and let somebody curse us clean out. And show them grace, and then as soon as a saint do something we don't agree with, we want to, you know, talk about how phony and he a hypocrite and all this yeah. and that, man. Like, man, check that. that. We can't do that. All right, man, it's almost time. I've got our brother Steve T. We see him in the queue. We're going to run this song, uh, Wisdom. We're going to run this video right quick. Then we're going to have our brother Steve T in. Let's get it. OG told me. Loose lips sink ships. Yeah. Life will beat you down and spin you round as if you let it. Yeah, you gon' fall and go through trials, make sure you don't forget it. Follow your heart and not your mind, may you never regret it. Seek God, not man, yeah, get it embedded. Keep your eyes open, watch who you let in your circle. Same people that you help but turn around and hurt you. The ones you always there for mess around, desert you. And the niggas that you call squad are turning mercy. Don't ever try to overdo it, just do what you can. Set goals, write them down, and stick to the plan. And if you make it to the top, make sure you lend a hand. And don't ever think that you can't hit the bottom again. Everything I'm saying, man, a hundred for sure. Ask me how I know, I tell you, I've been there before. Can't live like stuck in the past, you gotta let it go. Have some art about yourself, keep your ducks in a row. Never let the next man dictate how you move. You go to war with a clown that make y'all both fools. Another thing, keep all your actions off the internet. Quit all that yapping and they won't know what to hit up next. You got an issue, take it to that man you got it with. Cause sneak dissing in the street to get you not quick. You live for money trying to satisfy a bank account. You never satisfy no matter how big the amount. Talk is cheap nowadays, anybody can afford it. Don't 
speak too much about what you got, end up getting extorted. And always remember pride come before the fall. And if you hear the Lord speaking, then answer the call. This is real, in the field. Not crazy, people don't know what it is. St. Louis bread, Mr. Steve. Yeah, yeah. What's up, brother? What up, y'all? What's up, bro? Hold on, How you hold feeling, on, man? man? Hold on, we got to get the brother a salute. We got to get the brother a salute. Salute to the homie. Salute to the homie. What's up? What's good with you, man? Uh, yeah. Where you at? No, nah, no, nah, he's still here. He's still here. We're going to work. Yeah, I'm here. It's, it's chopping up a little bit. Oh, okay. Right. We're going we to push through it, though. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, yeah. We're going to push through it, though. So how you doing today, brother? Uh, doing all right, man. Just got off work not too long ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, there you go. That's that C favorite thing right there. Okay. Job. Work? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, a big, I'm big on the job. I'm big on the job. I'm going to check you the job. Yes, sir. So how y'all been, though? Hey man, peaceful man. Like yeah. we we good up here, man. Good to see okay, you moving. Okay. Good to see yes, you sir. moving. All right, first things first, man. This ain't even questions, man. So first video we played was I'm killing it, right? Uh-huh. Love that song. We back there getting crunk. I said right. Steve T was slim. This last video, wisdom. This brother has some muscles, man. Where all that <laughs> come from, brother? <laughs> oh man, hey, it's a long story behind that. Uh, like I was happy for the weight. Um, uh, everybody know like. What I went through, my story, and uh, losing yeah. the boys, I had went through uh, a deep depression, uh, anxiety, and all that. And hold on. No, I did Got that on purpose. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah oh, go okay. ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I had went through, um, like, depression and all that. And, um, like, last year, maybe around, like, Thanksgiving, I, I started losing a lot of weight. Yeah. And I, I, I like, fatigue every day, tired. And I was thinking, like, something was wrong with me, sick and all that. So uh, I ended up going to the doctor, and um, they checked out my my blood work, my vitals, everything. They said I was cool, like I was healthy. Yeah. And they got my background, like my history of you know stuff that I've been through, and they was they basically diagnosed me with a uh, major depressive disorder. Mm. And so um, a combination of boost, insure, and the medicine that they put me on, it it, it, it like start making me gain weight. And so I just started hitting push-ups and working out, trying to tone it up or whatnot. So that's that's why I was a lot bigger in that video. I see it, brother. Hey, you look good, brother. Yeah, yeah right. Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. I wish I could. I get, I'm gaining weight, but it ain't for muscles, though. See, right, I get, right. I, I actually <laughs> lost, man. I was like 216. I'm down to probably like 198 now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so. We're going to get a question. We ain't going to be too tough on you, brother. We love you, man. Uh, All good. All I always good. traditionally let my brother my brother Rob go first. What's up? So for those who don't know you, man, um, like, you know, me and you didn't chopped it up in the past. But let me, let, what got you into um, producing music and eventually becoming an artist? Wow. Um, actually, I started off as an artist. Um, I was like 11. My big brother, he used to always like write poems. He used to rap. And uh, we had this like karaoke machine, and so we would like play instrumentals. We even played a little music that's on my like my auntie had a keyboard, and we would play like you know that had a little drum patterns and yeah, and some yeah. chords and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so, um, 
my big bro blue he actually got me into uh into rapping and so i started like rapping at school in the lunch in the, in the lunch room and all that uh by the time i was in high school people knew me for rapping they was like you sound like jay-z this and that blah 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 so uh long story short man i went through like like at, right after high school i had signed with a local uh label um stuff kind of got rocky or whatnot mm-hmm. and i had always had like a a knack for like anything music you know what i mean but i hadn't started producing yet yeah and uh once deals fell through and all that type of stuff i had got into producing man and then uh to the rest is history man right 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 right, right. so the artist thing like in chh like becoming a christian rapper um wasn't really something i was trying to do i was just trying to you know um produce since i came from the world doing that and um I teamed up with Millie Boy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he was doing a uh, uh, like a mixtape at the time when I first got mm-hmm. saved around 2008. And he was like, man, get on this song. And I got on the song. Next thing you know, he got another song. Get on this song, man. I got on that song. Before you know it, I was on like, dang near the whole mixtape. So that's how right, I right. started. Yeah. And, uh, shoot, that's how I became an artist again. Hey, I got a couple of them forever joints still still downstairs, man. Oh, like, yeah, man. oh yeah. <laughs> so piggybacking off off of that question, this is not even on my list. What's do what do you enjoy better? I think I know the answer, knowing you, but what do you enjoy better, being a producer or an artist? Uh production. Definitely oh, yeah. production. I like anything like with uh making beats, mixing, engineering, all that. Yep. Toy says, LOL, all of a sudden I was a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What up, Toy? <laughs> yeah. That's it. All right. Uh, I know Rob, Rob actually asked my question. That's what's crazy about me. So that's what's so crazy. Yeah, I don't know how we got the exact same question. We ain't talk about it. So I'm going to go number two. Check this out. Uh-huh. What did you like most and what did you hate the most about living in Cali? Um... I know you lived there a few years. Man, I love, like, just the whole vibe, man. The scenery. You know, that's Cali. The palm trees. Yeah, yeah. Um, shoot, what did I hate? I guess I guess you could say the most thing was the traffic, for real. Um, I, I bet it was a whole nother level above St. Louis, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody doing, like, 80. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then in that rush hour traffic, it get, it get hectic. You know what I'm saying? But it really wasn't that bad for me. Like, I... You know, I'll be maneuvering through, you know what I'm saying? Gonna, <laughs> I'm killing the video, the, the uh, fire burn, so. But, yeah, uh, man, I love Cali, man. Cali was, yeah. it, it, it was a it was a good experience, too, because I had got away from, you know, St. Louis and all yeah. the familiarity and yeah. um, everything I had been through. So it was almost like a, a place of uh, tranquility for me as well. That's cool. what's up. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so let me ask you this, man. If, what have you built lately, man? Because um, let's see, you done built the car. Yeah, I know. I know this for a fact. You know, I mean, built, built studio for video. Built the crane right. for the well, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we moved to Dallas. We we in Dallas, Texas now. Moved to Dallas. Okay. Uh, um, almost a year now. In August mm-hmm. be a year. And um, so we I'm here with my in laws. We all kind of in the same house. The family decided to kind of be together because you know my wife's mom and dad uh, they moved to Cleveland back in. Mm-hmm. 2010 or 11 okay. and so um everybody know my wife is real family orientated mm-hmm. uh, my family was still in st louis she still had like cousins and all that and, and aunties and uncles in st louis but uh 
So we decided to just kind of get the family together, be close again. So we all moved in the same house here in Dallas. And when we got here, up, uh, I converted the, the garage into like a bedroom slash studio. So that's, See, that's we already <laughs> knew. We already <laughs> yeah, so that's we already what I did. Uh, built a, a wall over where the garage door is and all that type of stuff and really decked out the room. I'm actually in this mug now. <laughs> So piggybacking off that question. That's crazy, man. I mean to cut you all Rob. No, you're good. Where did you get that from? You know what I'm saying? Because I remember I, I remember you you shot one of my best videos, which is crazy. It's when you had just started right shooting on, videos man. that father. Because I remember I told you I won an award for that joint. And I was oh, like, right wow. on, And I was yeah, like, yeah. and I saw, you know, you would build stuff and put it together. Like, man, this brother real good with his hands. So yeah. where did that come from? Did you just kind of grow up with that? Or? Honestly, um, I remember as a, as a kid, always like taking apart stuff seeing how it was built and and like putting it back together yeah um like uh, i grew up in the hood so we'd go me and my brother we'd be walking go through the alley you'll find like you'll see a tv with the cord cut off or something <laughs> i get that mug like and, and mess with the cord try to get that mug working again little stuff yeah. like that so um i don't know my grandfather he was like into like carpentry stuff like that my dad a little bit too and uh i just always grew up like like with a hands-on type of attitude about things and if it was something i was interested in i would like try to learn like how i could do it and that's how i basically became a jack of all trades yeah no doubt hey because your 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 vision for videos is crazy because um his love to cypher still going man i still get comments years later man man. yeah that was like like the golden years of (laughs) cha yeah like that was my first video bro and you brought it to it was crazy because like backstory on that it was what it was save remy plus c micah will rock and myself and Mm -hmm. bob sc alien yeah yeah my bad my bad my bad um sc alien um but everything that we had on you would disappear for like five minutes and then come back and get us and be like, I found the perfect spot for your outfit. And right, then we'll right. be right there in that, in that, in that spot. So um, yeah. just your, your visuals, man, and then your, your concepts, that was super, super dope, man. To this day, right that must still get get mad love. So right on, man. Um, talking about your latest EP, The Healing Process, okay. how did it feel to finally share those thoughts and get those feelings out and give an encouraging word for somebody who may be going through something, man? Okay, so let me go back a little bit. Um, Let me go back. Okay, so let me go all the way back a little bit before, like, the process going up into the... uh, Yeah, take your time. So when the incident first happened, for those that don't know, um, I lost two sons um, in a house fire in 2014. Um, That situation rocked me. It rocked my faith, like, never before, you know what I'm saying? Um. So initially when it when it when it when it first happened in the hospital, I could remember like certain things, um, me encouraging people, me like trying to hold on to, to my faith and to the word of God and um just trying to be strong. And and I knew that a lot of people had, you know, looked up to me, they looked at my life. Um more importantly, I was trying to be strong for like my family, my wife, right. uh, my two daughters and all that. But as time went on, um stuff started to get a little harder you know what i'm saying and i started to like not necessarily question um well not necessarily wanting to leave my faith but i had this like fear of like questioning god like why and i had like this i felt like okay if god is all-knowing um 
he declared the end from the beginning like he must have saw this day and like if he didn't intervene he allowed it for some reason for some some type of purpose mm. but as time went on i started like to like isolate myself one and through that isolation i began to um like fear um doubt and all that type of stuff and so i started to kind of lose um faith and like a, a purpose behind it like I, I would think like what if really it was just meaningless and i'll never see them again this and that all this other yeah, type of stuff yeah. and so um i used to suppress my feelings though because I, I i never really talked to anybody about it um aside from you know like my mom or my dad but i never really got in depth about like what i was really dealing with and so i was trying to here i am trying to be strong and carry this this boulder on me and uh um, yeah. so that went on for like uh yeah five years like mm. and mm. so like i said going back to the california thing when we moved to cali everything was like new it was tranquility it was it was peaceful the 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 vibe of it the look and everything so that was helpful but that only lasted for a minute because like i said I, I got i started getting sick yeah and out of nowhere like in fatigue losing weight and all this and then i got diagnosed with uh with major depressive disorder ptsd insomnia and um anxiety and mm -hmm. so uh what had happened was people had been telling me i should like see a counselor throughout mm -hmm. the years you know what i mean and i just never would everybody know me i'm anti-social i'm not really like the talkative social type right, and all right. that so i'm like man who like who would i talk to you know right and so um but this last big go round when i started getting sick um i decided to see a therapist and mm -hmm. so uh I started seeing a therapist in Valencia, California. Shout out Alex. Um, and she basically like got my, my history and my background. But the funny thing is the crazy thing is like the artist and producer thing. I never told her I was an artist. I was just yeah. like, uh, I'm a producer. I make beats, make Christian hip hop beats and all that. And she was like, yeah, well, that's cool. And um, maybe you should try putting your feelings into your music. Like when you make a beat, make it, don't make it to try to sell or make something hot and all that. I'm like, yeah, because everything I've been making is coming out dark and, you know, and I'm the type, like, like the vibe, like when I when I create, I like to have like a good vibe and a good feeling. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it's just not going, you know. And so um, it's crazy though. So I was like, yeah. So my next, I think I was supposed to see her like a month later. And throughout that time, I tried to make some beats or whatnot, it didn't work. Uh, the, the beats on my EP are, are all beats that have been done over the years, like, well, yeah. maybe within a year before then. Um, and so, I don't know, one day me and Deja, me and my daughter, we went on a little daddy-daughter date. We went to the movies, we went to the car wash. We um, we just had fun that day. And I don't know, on the way home, I just start hearing every day. Yeah. And I'm like, I go through the same thing. So, I don't know, it's something just clicked and i yeah. mean like i got home i put on some beats i was thumbing through the beats that i had um and then shoot i just started freestyling at the mic and recording and that went on for four days and that's how i did the ep in four days oh wow and so the next nope. time i saw nope. my therapist um i had this music and she was just like whoa uh, you're telling me <laughs> you know um rapping you know so yeah that's how they came together man just all through and i even said in the song uh 
I was like, shout out to my therapist. Took five yeah. years to talk about it, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. He helped yeah. me like um like it's going to see a therapist and this for anybody that needs to like that that's going through anything, like talk about it, even if you can't talk to your family, like get get help. Mental health is real. Like that's another thing I used to feel like um because I was depressed and because I was like fearful like i it was bad like i wouldn't even leave the house i would feel like man something's gonna happen to me like mm. this the, all the security the, the uh security that i had and god protected me and all that 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 type of stuff was like man it was god i just felt like i was so vulnerable that i felt yeah. like just going around the corner to the store anything could happen to me you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so um but yeah anybody that's going through anything man get like therapy is something that, that that's that's uh definitely helpful, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, God first, of course. But yes. God made the therapist to help us, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. amen so, to that, brother. You know yeah, in the black no, I'm sorry, uh-huh. go ahead, brother. Go ahead. No, she just basically like helped me to open up, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and, and let my feelings out and uh and that's how that E V came about. And I and then the testimony is like <laughs> since I released all of that and, and that E P and all that, I haven't been on any antidepressants. Mm. Um, any anxiety medication, no. No. that type of stuff. Uh, I still take like some sleeping pills there and there because I gotta get up. I gotta make myself go to bed early so I could get up early for work. So right, yeah, right. man. Like it's like a brand new life. Like here in Dallas, like starting over, man. After all of that, man. Yeah, super dope, super dope. Right, and if y'all ain't if y'all ain't heard that healing process, man, definitely go to SoundCloud. Streaming. Look up Steve. Nah, go, go buy it then stream. Yeah, 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 buy it then Apple stream. Music, oh, it's Apple. Okay, so uh, title, Spotify, it's everywhere. Get that man his money. Don't go to yes, don't sir. don't go to SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> hey, even hey, even, hey, even if you just play it on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. Don't purchase it like it, it's yeah. a blessing though, man. The joint is hot. The mug yeah, is super is. dope, man. Super so dope. I, I was gonna say, man, like that was it's awesome that you shared that, man. I really appreciate that, and I appreciate for you sure. being vulnerable about that, man. For mm-hmm. real. Because, you know, sure. in our culture, man, we don't talk about getting mental health. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, yeah. we're raised, you know, a lot a lot of black people grow up in the hood and we see stuff we shouldn't see. You know what yeah. I mean? And you go through things and a lot of times a man thing is, like, we're always supposed to be the encourager. We're mm-hmm. always supposed to be the leader. Mm-hmm. But we never pour out. You know what I'm saying? Because, right, like, right, you don't right. want to be weak for your wife. You don't want to be weak for your kids or whatever, yeah. man. But it's okay to be, like... Yeah, it's on Apple Music. Somebody said Apple Music. Yeah, Apple Music too. But uh, yeah, we don't want to be weak before you know other people. And yeah, it's we, good we to taught be as vulnerable. kids like not like don't cry, boy, boy be strong, like girl. You, right? You, yeah, you actually, right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying we we yeah. to like hold in these emotions. You know what I mean? And I think emotions are are they healthy because they indicators. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They they letting you they letting the body know that something is wrong. And so if you told. Like if you feel some type of way and you're told like, ah, oh, suck that up. You 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 a man or you a boy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, ain't supposed yeah. to, you know what I mean? And what we supposed to do with it? You know? Right. We gonna lash out one day or something. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna turn into some type of depression or whatever, some type of fear, anxiety, anything. So like I encourage people to just let it out. You know what I mean? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So I just pray that that helps anybody, man. I, I'm. We got more of the interview, man, but I just wanted to say at this point right here after he said that. Yeah. If you if you're dealing with that, man, let that out. Obviously, let it let it go to God first. But mm-hmm. you may need to talk to somebody, man. Like God yeah. put these people in the earth to help us. Just like yeah, you, yeah. you know, if you got a broke arm, 
you ain't gonna fix it at the house. You gotta go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So the, your 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 mental need to be healed too. So yeah, yeah man. and some people like shun medicine too. Like I I didn't want to take the medicine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At first, when I first they had me, on, I was taking Zoloft. Uh, but the Zoloft used to give me like headaches. They they yeah. kind of met, uh, mess with some other medicines like Remeron, um, and I forgot the other one. So I would see, but yeah, um, I but that's the, like at that point I was like having panic attacks almost like every day. Like yeah. I everything would be fine. Like sometimes I'd be riding in the car with my wife or whatever, and I'd be I start feeling like these tingly sensations, heart beating thing off of the die. You know, just yeah. crazy stuff. So. Yeah um the medication it, it actually did help too now i didn't i did think i was gonna have to be on it for like the rest of my life but thank god i you know what i mean yeah for so man god. for so yeah. yeah okay my question is this brother explain your salvation situation i know you and your wife both were in a group back in the day the bangers i believe and you know yeah. both of y'all rap and stuff like that so explain okay, like so- you know how you came to the lord so mind you after uh like i said i started as a rapper first um yeah when my deals kind of went to shambles, uh, I started producing and I met this guy. We kind of teamed up and made, uh, we started a record label, a production company or whatnot. He was basically yeah. the finances and I was the, the face of the company, the producer and all that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, long story short, uh, the bangers, they knocked on my door one day, audition. Um, I told them, yeah, Y'all, y'all, y'all type, but we got to make some commercial records, so-and-so, so-and-so. Yeah. And uh, some time went on, and not, it was like five of them at first, and it was all dudes. Time went on, like maybe three months later, two of the guys came back. They was like, oh, man, uh, the other guys, they ain't in the group no more, but we got a girl. She on our way. We gave her the address. And so <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And so next thing you know, my wife, well, she wasn't my wife at the time. But yeah, <laughs> Nana, she uh, she – came to the uh studio uh we cut a few records and hey we was interested and so yeah, yeah. uh fast forward a little bit down the line 2005 uh new year's eve we recorded a song called ain't no you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah and um stuff just start moving real fast like we ain't put no money into the song or nothing and we performed it like January 25th or something like that. We we performed it one time uh, at a them franchise boys concert. We was opening up for it, so they didn't show up. Mm. And um, by them not showing up, we took over the show. Yeah. And Shorty Shorty the Prince, St. Louis, mm-hmm. uh, he was a radio host at the time, and Atlantic was about to sign him. Um, at the around that same time. So they were asking, like, who's hot artists in, in, in the city and all that. And he had mentioned the bangers because the song. Um, and about a month and a half later, we were signed to Atlantic Records, $3.5 million record deal. Oh, wow. And we immediately started, like, doing this little promo tour in, in the southern states, like yeah. Florida, uh, Orlando, Miami, Jacksonville, uh, Alabama. We, did, we just went through the south, like, uh, linking up with DJs and all that type of stuff. And so, um, growing up, I had, like, I was taught about God. Like, I was taught about Jesus. Is, you know, he died for your sins and this and that. Yeah. Uh, we went to a Baptist church and all that. Um, and I always felt like I, I was God conscious. 
Mm-hmm. I thought I, I actually thought I would say, you know what I'm saying? I thought I knew God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. People would be like, I swear to God, I'd be like, don't say that. You just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, stuff like that, just try to uh have some morals. Uh right, right. Even when I was in my mess. But yeah, uh man, I just used we used to like be on stage uh performing and something in me like we'd be hype, crunk yeah, and all yeah. that. Something in me would be like, man. Look, look how you lead now these people like look what you make influencing these people to do like you know what wow. i mean or uh fights a breakout or stuff like that i have these like thoughts like man you could leave her and die like you could leave her and get shot you know what i mean mm-hmm. anything could happen to you you know what i mean and so um i don't know man my heart was was just so heavy like with conviction um and i remember going to uh Grace Fellowship, Millie Boy's uh, parents' church yeah. on Easter Sunday, 2007. And uh, Prophet Hicks, I was proph- prophesied to that, like, you know, he didn't know me. He didn't know I did any uh, music or anything, but he was, he was just basically saying, like, uh, you on the wrong side. You you got a gift inside of you of music, this and that, and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I left that church. Uh, praying to God, like, Lord, if you don't want me to do this, like, if, if what I'm doing is wrong, if, I mean, well, I knew it was wrong, but if yeah. you don't want, you know, help me to get out, help me to leave, you know what I mean? And so that was Easter, was equal, uh, Easter, like, in April, right? Right, I think right. by, it was May on a Saturday, I had called Nana up, I had burned all my, like, I had a loft downtown in St. Louis, um, and my business partner, he had a, a loft right next to mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where my studio was at. I had burnt my files on the DVD, like my contracts, my music, my beats. My bad. Hold on. I got to. Yeah. And uh, I had told her to come and pick me up. And from that day, I just I went back to the hood. I, I moved back in with my mom and my dad. Um they was looking at me crazy, like, what are you doing? Like, why, you know what I'm saying? Why are you back? You know? <laughs> and I was just like, I can't do it no more. And at that time, like, I wasn't even, um, like, I wasn't saved yet. I mean, I, I think God was, like, orchestrating, you know what I mean, to mm-hmm. get to that yeah. point. And so, yeah. um, basically, I was back in the hood at my mom's house, uh, smoking weed every day, drinking, <laughs> all that. And I, I, I used to think to myself, like, dog, this is it. Like you, you did this and you did that, and you got a, mm-hmm. a, a record deal and all to come back just to the hood, like to to do nothing, to do this, you know. And my dad, um, my dad is a long story too. My bad if I'm if I'm winning. No, nah, no, nah, go ahead. No, nah, do you do? Do you do? My dad, he had he he had struggled with alcohol um, and a crack addiction for years, like throughout uh, growing up, and I think he gave his life to the Lord in 2004. Oh, and so um, by the time I, I ended up moving back with my parents, my dad, he used to just invite me to church. He used to be like, son, he was plain and simple. You know, yeah. I'm going to tell you the truth, man. You need Jesus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to tell yeah. you the truth. <laughs> just like that. Simple. I, I, be, I come in his house smelling like we, he never really like, he never was like, man, you ain't going to have that in my house and this mm-hmm. and that, you know, because I knew he was saved. But, and uh, I think it was, I saw the change in him. I saw yeah. uh, his transformation, and that really that, that that spoke volumes to me. And wow. so I ended up going to a uh, revival um, 
with him one night and I gave my life to the Lord. And uh, weeks later, fast forward, because the story is long, but uh, I was I was on the back porch at my mother-in-law's house, uh, smoking with my brother-in-law. And um, I was praying, at the same time, I had this book, because they gave me this book called What Now? And it was about mm-hmm. reading the book of John, the Gospel of John. Right. And, um, but the whole time I, I, I was procrastinating to, to, to fire up. And um, I finally did. And when I was out on the back porch uh, smoking, like halfway through the blunt, I had gave uh, my brother-in-law the rest of it because I was like, man, you know what I'm saying? I was convicted. I was trying to make a choice at that moment. And right, so, right, right. and everybody that know me when I used to smoke, like out, like that was nothing, you know what I mean? To, to, to give up the whole thing, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. uh, before you know it, like thirty minutes later, I was downstairs shouting, like praising God. Like I, I believe at that moment I was born with the Holy Spirit because yeah. uh, of my act of faith, putting it down. Because a lot of times we do stuff like, "Lord, can you take this from me and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. save me?" This and that. But we have a part to play in that too, and as well, yeah. I think my faith act Definitely. was actually putting it down. And yeah, at that moment, you know what I mean. Um, the next day I had went to my mom's house and I told my dad, I was like, man, I've been born again. I've been saved, baptized with the Holy Spirit, this and that. Yeah. And everybody was like, eh, you know, it's a, you know, <laughs> time. it could be a phase, this and that. And all yeah, that. Yeah. out of nowhere, my sister, she bought me a, like a, a bag of weed. And she was like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you would get, you know what I mean? But I had no desire for it. And, yeah. and like, from that day on, I had no desire for the, uh, the dude I used to smoke with um, at my mom's house. He tried to offer, and I was, was like, man. And I knew it was different because I had a uh, power to uh, resist it and to, mm-hmm. you know. And so from that point on, I just started uh, seeking God. I started studying, reading the Bible every day, all day, uh, reading books, and just growing in, in, in God. And even after that, I was still in, like, contact with uh, with Nana. Yeah. She was my wife at the time, but... Um, we even had to separate ourselves to uh, get closer to God and, you know, keep from sinning and all that. Yeah, and yeah. before you know it, I just start getting the um, these feelings like, man, desire for marriage and all that. And I thought about Nana, like, man, we best friends. We friends. We we cool. She got my back. She she been there for me, like, at my lowest points and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, she was seeking God as well. Um because she had left the group behind because some experiences that she's had uh, as well, um, that God was, you know, uh, drawing her as well. So, yeah. I mean, it's a long story. It's a lot of details that's left out, but in a nutshell, that's it. (laughs) That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I hope y'all paying attention out there, man. Uh, Real talk. Because for somebody to walk away from 3.5 million, that just goes to show you that money, money, not everything. We we say we want it, but it comes with a lot of problems. And for this man to actually have the bag, because a lot of people out here chasing the bag and for him to actually have the bag and set the bag down for a peace of mind, man. Salute to you, bro, because a lot of people don't have that, you know, and praise God. Praise God. You know what I'm saying? uh, The book of Ecclesiastes early on. Mm-hmm. And Ecclesiastes, we know uh, Solomon, you know, God, he asked God for wisdom and God gave him wisdom. And because he asked God for wisdom, that God had blessed him with 
all these things, anything yeah. in me. He he sought out like to find um happiness in things and in his work and all that. And he discovered that life is meaningless without God. And to have all these things in life, um, you can get that. Like you can get anything, you know what I'm saying? People like this prosperity message about you know this prosperity gospel come to God and he give you that's you know that's that's nothing you know what i mean you could go out and you could obtain all these but the bible uh, ecclesiastes says that to enjoy these things is a gift from god yeah. you know what i'm saying uh god gives gifts with no uh no sorrow so you all these things that i was chasing that i tried to um, obtain and all that i had no peace no, mm. no happiness like right. couldn't sleep at night no no real joy uh stress i mean i had, i was i was so stressed at one point in time i'm what 21 22 my hair was start falling out you know what oh, i mean wow. just trying to deal with the pressures of the label and sending emails and always having to do this do that you know what i mean and yeah. so um yeah yeah i thank god that he pulled me from that and that i didn't go even further into uh that because i don't even know if i'd be here today yeah jesus yeah. man oh. thank you for sharing that brother yeah um, definitely man i think rob got a question yeah, so um, you didn't produce for a gang of cats, man. Some big names, you know what I'm saying? Yep. What's next for Mr. Swag on fifteen hundred trillion? Uh, man. <laughs> man, it's crazy because um, uh, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I um, I'm working like a, a a nine to five for the first time, and I don't know how many years, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um. And it's crazy, like, after the fire, like, the, the whole music thing kind of slowed down. And I, I was still working on projects. Like, I, you know, the Mike Real project. Right, Shout out right. Mike Real. Uh, yeah. Flame. I didn't, I didn't did a lot of stuff even since then, but it, it kind of slowed all the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, my desire, that's another thing, the depression and all that. It, like, took my desire for, for music and creativity and all that type of stuff. Um, it kind of, like, slowed that all the way down. And it's funny, like once I moved here to Dallas and I start working, um, I just start getting hit up, like yeah. with projects and mixing and beats for this and that. And so the music kind of is hand in hand, like even with my nine to five. And uh, I'm just enjoying. I'm just I'm just enjoying it right now, like working every day. Yeah. Uh, and I come home and get in the studio, and. Um, yeah, so I don't know what's next as far as the music, as far as, you know, I don't have the aspirations that I used to have. Like, oh, man, I want to try to produce for this person and for that person and this and that. I'm just going mm-hmm. to enjoying life. I'm back I'm, I'm back to living, man. I feel like for the first time in these, in these well, it's going on, well, six years now, for the first time in these six years since the fire, man, I'm finally back to living. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so, man. You're shining over there, brother. Right. Praise right. <laughs> right. God. Let's see. Uh, we kind of already went over all my questions. I just say this off top, man. I just want to say again, man, thank you so much for being on. We ain't wrapping yep. up. But I just want to tell you thank you again, man. I, I right. really think this can help a lot of people. You know What's what up? I'm saying? Uh, obviously, me and Rob was around when all this happened, man. I, I remember yeah. all the whole thing, man. It was like, yeah, yeah. even in the time when all that was going on, I was like, man, the peace this man has. And I know yeah. you was going through. Yeah, but yeah. to me, like, seeing it, it was, like, amazing. Like, you and your wife, both of y'all, I was like, man, the peace. 
yeah. these yeah. people have, man. It's like it was so amazing. And I, I'm just so grateful, man. So it's crazy because uh my bad. No, nah, no, nah, go ahead, bro. Go um, ahead. and I, this I hope this encouraged somebody too. Um when you going through um like this depression or whatever it may be, when it don't even have to be that, but when you're going through something, you don't necessarily always um feel like God is there or like like he got you, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's only when you look back you can see like, oh, because it was times I didn't feel like I was like I felt so discouraged uh as far as my walk because I didn't feel like I was walking in faith because I know that um fear is not of God. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. All these things. But one thing that I, that stuck with me is that the scriptures say, um, I am with you. You know mm. what I'm saying? God is going to always, like, he's with us. He will not forsake us. And so, uh, and another thing I wanted to bring up, uh, too, was uh, suffering, like, in this walk. Like, we don't hear messages about suffering, you mm -hmm. know? Now we hear, like, these messages about, I'll come to God and he'll bless you with this and this and that, all these cookie cutter messages. That's right, basically, right. Um, that's not really the truth. Because the yeah. Bible says that we must partake in uh, Christ's suffering. Um, just like we were partaking a new life and the resurrection, mm, right? So, right. Um, suffering may look different for you than it did for me, right? You know right. I mean? It may look right. different for the next person, but we don't have to suffer. The Bible says to carry your cross daily and follow me, you know what I mean? And he who's yeah. not willing to uh, carry that cross, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, he's not worthy to be a disciple. And so, uh, as I look back from what I went through, even at my lowest point, I'm talking about at my lowest, uh, darkest days i could see that shoot it was god that kept me and i was talking to um radiant shout out radiant yeah yeah little bro little bro he on he on he on here he's he watching oh ah, what yeah. up radiant yeah. yeah he was just talking about this a, a couple weeks ago and he was saying like how uh something similar to what uh c michael was saying about he was watching our lives and the peace and this and that and mm -hmm. um Radiant had told me something. Uh, dang, I can't quite remember exactly what it was, but it was it was it was real encouraging to know that he was encouraged and touched by my life as he was watching me. But at that time, I'm feeling like I'm not, you know what I mean, where I should be because I'm I'm fearful every day. I'm dealing with with these mental issues, and I'm yeah. I'm just feeling like God. I'm like not pleasing God basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, but when he said that at that at that time that you know he was in like our life like we, our lives was a light to a lot of people, uh, it made me think like wow you know what I mean like so so really your suffering or anything you go through is bigger than than us it's not really about us uh, per se um, it's about God getting glory out of your life and we cannot control in which way that God gets that glory out of our lives like the yeah. story about the blind man remember they asked him. Um, was this man born because I mean, was he born blind uh, right. because his parents sin or because it's his uh, his sin and Jesus mm -hmm. told him like he was born to glorify the father I mean like he was born blind to glorify the father because Jesus knew at that time that he was gonna heal him and all that so yeah uh, yeah just to encourage anybody that's going through anything uh, any type of trial any type of tri uh, tribulation um. If you were anything like how I was, I feel like maybe I had did something. Maybe I wasn't doing something right. Um, God allowed this to happen because, you know, whatever, whatever. But it was 
for God to get glory out of my life. And we we have no control over which way he does that. Just like don't lose your faith. Amen. Yeah. So before we get to the rapid fire, my wife had a question earlier and uh she put it in the chat like she ain't upstairs. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it said you mentioned building a lot. What advice can you give to others that are interested in becoming a producer? How can they build up to this if they're just getting started? Work on your craft. Um, yeah, yeah. Where, I mean, that sounds cliche, but uh, when I started out, we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have, like, right. the Internet as, as much like as we do now. Uh, look at tutorials. Mm-hmm. Um, invest in yourself. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Uh, when I had first started, um, I was working at the post office, like, at 18, and I started, like, buying studio time and mm-hmm. that eventually turned into me buying equipment you know getting a computer and all that just uh utilize your resources um yeah yeah, yeah and just work on your craft like it's a gang of tutorials out here that you know i still watch tutorials i'm still learning like all every day. every day you yeah. know what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm watching stuff about mixing and all that so uh yeah never stop learning don't ever reach a point to where you feel like oh i got it. i'm good you know what i mean you know because uh the sounds change throughout the years you know every yeah. every three months yeah. thing there, you, you know music mm-hmm. is evolving uh so yeah just, yeah just work on your crap hey pay attention everybody when he said invest in yourself stop looking mm-hmm. for the hookup you have to if yeah. you don't invest in yourself most people will feel like they not you're not serious about what you're doing so right. mm-hmm. yeah yeah if you don't mm-hmm. take you serious ain't nobody gonna take you seriously yeah that's real Big talk man. invest in yourself all right, Rob, I'm going to let you go with your uh, quick hitters right quick. All right, like we told you yesterday, brother, we can already hit you with these one words. You can give, right. us, give us the answer for what it is. Uh, my number one, you kind of spoke on it, the bangers. Uh, quick answer. Crump. Crump, yep. <laughs> yeah. Am I supposed to say one word, too? No, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, you could have me, but yeah. one word, one word, but if you got to say two, you cool. Too, man. Um, I do want to say them still my brothers, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, shout out Rello, shout out Clip, shout out L, you know what I'm saying? I um, I talk to Rello every now and then. I talk to all of them, like, we still we still fam, you know That's what what's mean? up right there, man, not uh, forgetting. They was there in the hospital for me, you know what I mean? Um, and at this time, they was they had moved out of town uh, mm-hmm. before then, and they was in town. They, they had dropped their plans, and they was there for us. So shout that's out to Vangas, that's family for life. Yeah. So that there you go. STL. STL, that's home. China food. Nah, nah, they 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 don't, man. Oh, Dallas, good. Dallas that's, got that's the that's Probably what in and out yeah. and uh Whataburger and stuff of, like that. I got a lot of uh my Christian brothers and, and sisters there too. So shout out y'all, everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Miss y'all. Favorite favorite hobby, man. Ah, uh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> music. Music. Yeah. I mean, I, I wake up listening to music. I, I go to bed listening to music. Like, music all day, every day. It don't, uh, it don't even have to be me making. It don't even have to be my music. It's just I, I, listening to music. All right. all right. Forever. Forever? You talking about the group? The group. Millie Boy, what up? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, a lot of people I don't know. People probably don't know, but me and Millie, we ain't just click up and and you know, um, and do the group and all that. We grew up together. Our mm-hmm. parents like uh, was in like church together before we were even born. 
And so, uh, like, Millie Boy, that's my bro. Yeah. Love yeah. You know what I'm saying? We done had our ups and downs and all that type of stuff. Yeah, but one word to describe forever is, is forever. Right on. Yeah. Go-to scripture. My go-to scripture? Ah. It used to be... Um, it used to be Second Chronicles seven fourteen for my uh my people who were hum- if they would humble themselves and pray uh, yeah yeah I would heal their land but I think uh, more than anything now it would have to be is it Philippians two thirteen the scripture is basically when it said um, God will put in you he is God who puts in you the will to do to carry it out something like that I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good. All right. This last one is four, but you got to choose one. Reaper, Logic, Fruity Loops, or Pro Tools? That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> all right. Can I choose two? <laughs> yeah, I get. I give you two. Cause I I can't do one without the other. Like. All right. Cool. Cool. Fruity Loops and Pro Tools. Cause me, I use Fruity Loops. A, a lot of producers they use Fruity Loops, and they're they're. Like do the production, the post production, all that in there, but I just use Fruity Loops like a sequencer because I came from the like the MP3, I mean MPC days, right? Where you had right. to link up the uh, keyboards and the beat machine and all that and sync it all together, and so I'm used to sequencing everything, then tracking it through Pro Tools. So that's the way I treat Fruity Loops. I make my beat, my little eight bar loop, yeah. um, in Fruity Loops, and then I will bounce that bounce those files down and then i do all my arrangements post-production all that in pro tools all right fair enough yep uh you off you off the hot seat with me man so so rob <laughs> rob took one of mine because my first one was forever so i'm gonna start number one mental health yeah mental health uh mental health is real is often overlooked by people that haven't experienced um any type of uh mental illness uh, but it's, it's very serious. It shouldn't be taken lightly. And, uh, right. Hey, you can overcome it. I, I overcame it. Yeah, you can. You can. Amen to that. Amen. All right. Timberland, the producer. Ah, a legend. I don't know what to say. Yeah, hey, <laughs> his work speaks for itself. If anybody be like, oh, Timberland, whack, I don't like y'all. They crazy. They, they got it. <laughs> they, they nuts. All right. This is a food. I do this every time. Cauliflower. Uh, I rock with it. Ah, what? You, know what? you are the first <laughs> guest that ever like food. Uh, I said asparagus. Yeah, man, I, that was one I said the other time too. And they was like, "Nah, I don't do asparagus. You do asparagus yeah. and cauliflower." Smart yeah. man. My wife is happy somewhere. All right, <laughs> Young Jeezy. <laughs> 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 Yeah, like yeah. His first stuff was hard, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah, that you know? first his first CD was hard. I ain't gonna even front. It was crazy. I don't, I, I don't talk front about. I don't talk about music all the time. But young, that first Young G was Young Jeezy was like on super yes. repeat with me. Man, everybody yeah. had the big old black t shirts with the yes, oh yeah. On them. Oh yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, the uh, Avizu <laughs> jeans back in the day. Right. Right. <laughs> yep. All right, Flame. That's my guy, man. Uh, yeah. Flame is he an awesome teacher, man. Through 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 um, his music, and that that's a gift that mm-hmm. that um 
that's kind of scarce right now when it comes to CHH. You know what I yeah. mean? But he he he's sticking to, um, he's staying in his lane. You know what I mean? Regardless mm -hmm. of uh, how music changes, how the message changes, and all that. And, uh, yeah, Flame. He he always been uh, one of, up there in my top five. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Even salute, before salute. I start uh, producing for him. Yeah. Last but not least, CHH. CHH. I love CHH. CHH ain't um, it ain't it ain't went nowhere to me when you ask yeah. me. I, I watched uh part of the uh, Pedity interview, yeah, and I, I feel exactly what he was saying. To me, it ain't it ain't went nowhere. Um, but one thing, like with the new uh, artists, um, they try to glamorize like the glamorize being a Christian in a way that you know what I mean. I'm not not I don't knock it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Uh, but you gotta always you got you gotta stick to the root, just like in regular hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, you got new artists out here. If they ain't really did their history on, you know what I mean, uh, the origin of of hip hop and all that, and and really what it was, then you kind of get lost in translation through you know what's going on. But yeah, I think it's it's still a lot of artists that's that's um, sticking to the script. You know what I mean? And that's not to say nobody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing uh, of how it's grown and all yeah, that. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, but, yeah. Uh, just if any CHHR, just be mindful um, of the direction that you're going and, and the message that you're putting out there, um, because you never know who's who's a babe in Christ that may need to, mm -hmm. you know, and that's looking up mm -hmm. to you because everybody don't listen to everybody, you know what I'm saying? But you might right. attract somebody in a way that uh a flame couldn't or in a way yeah. that um somebody else so you got to always mm -hmm. be mindful of your audience um even if you are going to go a certain route like to always like make sure that the solution is in your music in some form of fashion it don't have to be in every song and all that but yeah all right brother yeah. i'm this is something new but i want you to know the love that you're getting here man from people from around here Tarsia, yeah, um toy i'm I, I it's hard for me to call her Tarsia. Tarsia. I right. love you, sis, but I'm, I'm so you toyed to me. I, when I met you, your name was Toy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so she, you know, she said, "Dude, a legend, low key." Talking about you. Uh, uh, right on, Toy. Yeah. This yeah. homeboy yeah, mine all the time, man. Toy Cortez, man. Cortez, Cortez says, "Steve T, my bro and my mentor." Oh man. Appreciate hey, third, third L said, "Thank you for working with his artists." Yep. Third L. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my guy too, man. Oh yeah, man. Y'all gonna start a reunion. <laughs> And last thing, this is uh, this actually was a question from someone. They said, uh, "Where can I hear some of your beats?" I'll let you answer that. Uh, SoundCloud. Um, shoot, I don't have no because I, I stopped like putting all my beats up there. I, I have them up there, but they on like a private link. So if I get yeah. any inquiries, um, like people email me, I send out the private link. So you could uh probably inbox me on SoundCloud or get my email off of my page and uh and hit me up, and then I can send a private link. Okay. All right, brother. Rob, you got something else for my man? That's it, man. It's good to see you, brother. Um, yes, man. Likewise. Yeah, 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 man. Um, thank you for everything you did for me. Like, you didn't produce two of my tracks on my second album, yes, the sir. video. So, um, like Toy said, um, low-key legend, man. Yeah. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. There's like, a lot of um, people here that was connected to you, man. You have yeah, a lot man. of people do music, man. And, yeah, man. man. Right I don't on, know man. nobody I'm ever honored, said man. something I'm... negative negative about Steve T, man. And they don't... I know one other person that's like that, and that's K Drama, man. And yeah, man. That, uh, that, that's yeah. true, man. Too. Yep. People so, don't know that's where 
he he inspired the uh me and Millie uh to do that humble loan because then uh Eric Jordan he was like I get my humble loan yeah I like yeah. the thing low like, yeah, <laughs> baby I like them things and that's 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 how that came about oh wow. and, uh it's crazy because we did a show with him in Kansas City our first time ever meeting him mm-hmm. and um you know some people would be like man I mean of course we Christian we in the faith but some people still be like man y'all y'all bit bit the track and all that like he was yeah. honored like that we uh had used that line and, and and made a song out of it so yeah um man little old me man I, I, i'm honored that people like that people look at my life and could get something out of it like that be encouraged be inspired and all that and i thank y'all for having me Absolutely. y'all know yeah, I, I ain't talkative and all that i'm not really social and all yeah. that but this, this was this was what's up well, brother, today you talked for at least 45 minutes, so um, you you, that's off your bucket list. Hey, hey, hey what, what I said yesterday, Rob, hey, people talk when they talk about something they want to talk about. Hey, now, you know what it is. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, because uh, I work with my little brother-in-law, and uh, I'm always saying something about, like, God or this and that, blah, blah, yeah. blah. He kind of said the same thing. Like, man, you... When you talk, man, you're gonna be talking, you gonna you gonna do it. So that's what's up. So all right, man. Again, we thank you, man. Not the same yeah. podcast. Thank you. Um, everybody once again, Steve T. Yes, sir. Salute Let's to the brother, man. Appreciate you, bro. All right. All right. We still here. Man, shout out to Steve T for being on, man. Appreciate everybody checking in and uh making yeah, comments, man. man. I think uh to me, it seemed like I think we blessed the brother, man. But I think it was from the heart, man. I do love that brother, man. He's a good man. Yeah, man. he's a always good young, have nice been, man. Young man. Him and his wife, man, very kind, loving. They always been family type people, man. So, yep, man, yep. Respect to him, man. Much yep. respect. So, right quick, we are gonna run this video. We are gonna run this uh, money minute. It's on a subject that we really need to talk about right now. Something that's going on in November that everybody need to do. I'm just gonna. I'm going to start it off like that. Here we go. Are you registered to vote? Your vote counts. Don't assume that you're registered to vote. Make sure you know where your polling station is. There have been lots of changes due to COVID-19, so where you voted during the last election may not be the same place that you would go to during this election. Make sure you are registered to vote and you know where your polling station is. You can check your voter registration status by going to vote.org. Their website will also list the individual Secretary of State websites. So you can go there depending on what state that you reside in and check your voter registration there too. Make sure that you are registered to vote and that you vote in this upcoming election because your vote counts. Thanks for watching. This has been your Money Minute. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very important to vote this year, not just because a president that a lot of people don't like may be leaving, but that's our power. You know, with all these things that's been going on, the protests, things like that, marching for equality, one of the gifts that we have that a lot of people die for is voting. And I'll be yeah. honest, the last vote, the last election I sat out, because I ain't like now one of them, but, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm, I'm going to vote this time, man. I think it's very important. And uh, we have people of color. The thing that happens when you don't vote is people that you don't want in there get in there. Yeah, especially you know? um, 
on the local side, man. Um, Steve said something in the interview. He read a lot of books. Do y'all research. Find out yeah. who these judges are who, you know, people getting X amount of years for nonviolent crimes that they shouldn't be getting because we put a certain judge in or, you mm -hmm. know, so take that time. Get up, you know, get off your IG or your Facebook or your Snap or TikTok for a hot second and start doing y'all research on who y'all got locally, man, and get the right people in there um, and understand what it is, who you voting for. Sometimes we go to the poll and see a name and just be like, oh, that name sound all right. I'm going to pick them. And, you know, because <laughs> we don't know everybody's name on the docket, but right, right. I would say know who the ones, the, the big movers and shakers in your in your um, area and in your city and your state, find out who those folks are so that you can put the right ones in office, man. Amen. So before we get up out of here, a uh, couple of details on sports. NBA is going to a bubble at the end of July. They, they released some of the details. They'll all be staying in three hotels for up to like three and a half months. Right. And uh, Lockdown. Lockdown. They can't leave. And they even got this thing called a tip line called, I call it the Takashi 6 9 line. <laughs> tip line. <laughs> no, the, the, the snitch line is what it is. The snitch line. Uh, snitch line. <laughs> snitch line. So if somebody, if they catch somebody leaving or, you know, trying to get out, that's going to hurt some of these brothers, man. Because look, man, I enjoy watching a whole lot of people in the NBA because they're good, they got talent. But man, I'm not watching it for their faith because a lot of them. Bruh, <laughs> James Harden got a step back, but you know, that brother yeah. gonna be hurting because he is a strip club king and that brother can't leave there. And somebody gonna snitch on him and be like, Look, bro, oh, yeah. we're gonna win this series. Last night he had a whole busload of people come up in here and they ain't supposed to be coming. Right, right. <laughs> that boy be ready to throw a tsunami of money out uh, for, yeah, to do his little hobbies. That boy keep I, a thousand ones on him every day. <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> But you're also getting a lot of pushback, man, for, um, you know, the COVID thing. And yeah, yeah. So this is what I think. I think these folks who are saying they don't want to play for the COVID really don't want to be locked up in that hotel for three months. So they're going to they're gonna blame it on COVID. Right. And, and we'll, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, of course, I want to see sports, but I don't want to see nobody, you know, dropping. Cause so these NBA people, you got to remember one of their brothers in, in, in the league, Carl Anthony Towns. Lost oh, his mother, mom. lost his yeah. mom to COVID. So oh. I can understand some of the hesitancy that um that um some of the players are having. But other players just like, look, man, I ain't being locked up for no three months. Or you can be Kyrie. That two weeks ago, he was all cool with going. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go down there. I'm gonna support my team. And now he'll start a whole revolution. Yeah, they won't let him go down there because uh he's injured. And he's like, look, ain't no sense you going down there and adding to the. A uh, mixture of bacteria, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now yeah. he got all uh, super physiological, uh, psychological. What well, no, psychological? Yeah, because you know he's a deep brother. <laughs> you know he's a he's a flat earther. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So Mister Flat Earth talking about, yeah, man. You know this is gonna take away from the from the movement, which may be a true fact, but we don't believe you. Like it could take away from the uh, the movement for racial equality. It this this facts. But we just yeah. don't believe you. You believe the earth is flat, brother. Like, come on, dog. Yeah. And two weeks ago, you was all good for going when it was up, you know, when it could help you. But now that you can't go, Mr. Flat Earth is like, nah, nobody should go. Then the dude got even as crazy to say, nah, maybe we should start our own league. 
brother. Yeah, yeah. Sit down somewhere. Have, as I heard a lot of women say, <laughs> have several seats, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Madhouse said you in these words, man. <laughs> I know, I know. And pray for me, brother. Pray for me, Jesus. I be getting stuck, and I just keep going. It's hey, all right. That's that, southern, that's that southern slang, man. You be trying to talk proper and stuff at the same time. It don't hey, mix, man. brother. <laughs> I live, I live in St. Louis for almost ten years. I ain't lost an ounce of my Memphis southern slang. No, I ain't I going mean, nowhere. I'm cool with it. It's me. If you ain't from the little everything is here, there were. Right. <laughs> I, I haven't so, hold on to none of that. But I love the Lou. I love the Lou. Hey, hey. But I, I I'm have. A, I ain't I'm gonna even say, lie. Hey, I'm saying like my wife say, I love the, I may live in the Lou, but my heart bleed Memphis blue. Go Grizzlies. That's my wife. <laughs> uh, That's something she say all the time. It's crazy. I don't, I don't know where she got it from, man. You know? Since one of y'all, 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 tr- y'all truly some Grizzly fans, brother. Truly hey, some hey, Grizzly don't fans. Hate, don't hate. So, uh, I guess that's hey, about hey. it. No, go ahead. Hey, Third L said, um, tell sis still want that meatball sandwich. This you know, he missed the meatball sandwich. His <laughs> brother been talking about the meatball sandwich. Hold on. Hey, he always, he always enjoys did Atlanta we, somewhere. Did we win a championship that year? Yeah, we did win a championship. Right. Talking about a meatball sandwich. Hey, that boy was fired up. Was he on the team? I, I, yeah, hey, was, was L there? Yeah, yeah. I think L was there with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he was. But well, that we we're not, we're not, eating, we're not eating meat right now, man. We kind of on on the vegetables, so don't talk about. Uh, let's don't talk about meatball sandwiches right now. Third L, you're not helping the situation. Look, yeah. Well, when y'all get back on the um, when y'all get back on the meat, let me know so let's, I can come get, get my. <laughs> That medium way or medium steak. Yeah, that, that medium, baby. That medium. Petty told me. That's going to be a conversation one time that, you know, us people of color, us highly melanated people, love to eat some well done steak because I think it's been passed down from generation to generation, not recognizing that you're eating basically a black flip flop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> With some salt and pepper on it. You know what I mean? You ain't getting no juice, no tenderness. Just, that, ain't, that ain't my testimony, brother. I, nah, it ain't no. mine either. Hey, but you know, my give my me wife, medium. My wife was with a, with a, uh, her former employee, and you know they got on a real bad because she had tried to get. I think she had tried to get medium well or medium. I mean, not medium. Tried to get well done. They was like, "How could you eat this?" And they ordered a medium steak, and they brought it. It was at Capitol Grill in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. They brought it to her. They was like, "Taste this. Don't worry about what you think the blood tastes like. Just taste it." And like we ain't we ain't ate well done since ever since. <laughs> My mind was renewed that day. <laughs> Your taste buds was renewed. Salvation, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So next week we are gonna have a big, big, big special guest. Yes, thanks, man. Steve. Yes, once yes. again, man, this was very fun. This was great. It was great talking to him. Uh, we're gonna have somebody good on the sports tip. Just keep a lookout through the website. To, yep, yep. Uh, hold on, let me post it right quick. I'm gonna let Rob say the website. I'm posted up right quick. Yeah, so um, y'all definitely want to check out www.notthesamepodcast.com. It just got updated. Yep. Um, for those who own businesses, we have yep. um promotional packages that are now available. So go check it out. Um, if you're listening to us and you like what you're hearing, leave that feedback. Subscribe to the pages. Um, you put in not the same podcast on anything. You can see it behind us, YouTube, 
iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, you know, come rock with us. If you like what you're hearing, leave that feedback and let us know. So, yeah, brother. Yeah, man. So this was a fun one, you know, but uh, you ain't got to go home, but you want to get up out of (laughs) here. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, because I ain't ate nothing yet. I don't know about you. Got my stomach uh, touching my back, brother. Yeah, I love y'all. It's been real. But But uh, we got to go. We're going to have to go. We got to eat. So we'll see y'all next week. Seven, uh, not seven o'clock. Seven o'clock if you're on the East Coast. Six o'clock if you up here, you know, Central Time, St. Louis, Memphis, all that good stuff. Dallas. All that. And I don't know the West Coast time. Probably five, I think. Are they two hours ahead? I'm not even about to try. If you're on the West Coast, just look look us up. (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) Look it up. You know what I mean? So, I think right, my dude. It, man. Yeah, yeah man. God bless you, man. Love, I, you. love you, bro. Yeah, love you too, man. I'll holler at you. All right. And this has yeah. been Not the Same Podcast. And we out. About our father's business, prime mode. Filled with this Holy Spirit, that's a cheat code. Holiness the standard, we never fold. We about to make a scene, episode.